0: Hey, everyone, I'm Ryan. And I'm Steve, and this is 60 Cycle. i the guitar, buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking. Are you muted I or something? I am not m- in, plugged in. <laughs> modern problems require modern solutions.
1: Oh, I have... Better had a rough time on that one. Hi everyone, I'm
0: Ryan. And I'm Steve, and this is 60 Second Hum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing, podcast. That's right, Steve. You want to talk about some lady pissing on a guy?
1: Oi, <laughs> mate, are you giving me a piss-tyke? <laughs> Welcome to episode 404, episode not found, where we're going to talk about...
0: Urine. Some woman pissing on a man. We're off to a strong start. You ever, uh, you ever like really got to go pee, but there you can't find a bathroom, and you realize you're in over your head.
1: You know, totally honestly, like I was, I was talking to my wife about this before this whole thing happened. I feel like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. And uh, oh, we were at a comedy show. We went and saw John Mulaney, I think. Oh, wow, a few, cool. a, few a few weeks back. We bought the tickets like months, and months ago right, or whatever. Right. And so we went and saw it. And before he came out, my wife was like, what do you think he's going through like backstage? Because like, we Emotionally? Were, we were in an outdoor theater. There was physically. like thousands of people there. She's yeah. like, what do you think like, is going through his head when he does these shows and he's backstage and he knows that there's thousands of people waiting to see him? I was like, well, if he's anything like me when I'm waiting for a show to start, I'm thinking like, do I have to pee? <laughs> no, no, I don't think I have to. Do I? Should I? Should I try to pee? Because if I if I have to pee when I'm up there, I'm out of luck. Like I think that's maybe this part of the situation. What happened with this video?
0: I mean, this, so this is an act. Brass Against—they've been around a while, I guess. Uh, they're kind of a uh, alternative heavy metal take, I guess. They do have like one original or a couple. Well, original they have songs. a horn
1: section, so they're a ska uh, band, so right? So they're a
0: ska band, yeah. Uh, but they're ba- I I my thought is like they're
1: either a ska band or a Chicago cover band. Those are the only options. If you, if you got a horn section,
0: I think I have, they're probably closer to being a Chicago cover band. That's probably than true. a ska band stylistically. Right. Uh, it's like if Chicago, if Chicago had gone through a Pat Boone phase in the early eighties,
1: you know, I bet there's people out there that wish that, you know, the singer of Chicago would pee on their
0: face. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> they are going uh, on tour with tool in Europe uh-huh. uh soon next year I guess uh, so they're uh they're known like people know who they right, are they right be- and like I said to me they kind of give off like the edgy version of scary pockets the edgy version of, of postmodern jukebox that, okay that kind of like YouTube hey we've got like a really cool sound uh but we mostly just take, you know... Like viral covers. Songs from a genre. Yeah, they they, they create viral covers. Right. You know, uh, Scary Pockets wants to make everything funky. And they get a bunch of musicians from the L.A. area to help them do it. If you've got and, viral
1: covers on your bed, I suggest using bleach
0: next time you wash. Uh, and uh, Brass Against makes viral covers in... Uh, using a Latin, we're, they make everything Latin jazz, and they're in New York.
1: We're talking about this like everyone in the audience already knows what happened, and they probably did. If there are people on the internet in the guitar space, in the musician space on the internet, I, I you was, know that there was a band and the singer peed on a guy. I was like to end the end, surprised.
0: I was surprised that. Um, no one suggested this as a topic because, and I think the reason for that is because no one wants to hear about it anymore. I
1: know, but we didn't have a chance to talk it, it's about old, it.
0: This is, we, we are. So by recording on Thursday, I've actually, and people have pointed this out. We are by recording on a Thursday and releasing on a Monday, we are actually almost always behind the news cycle. Oh, for sure. Cause like, I think everyone else either records on a Monday and releases on a Wednesday or records on a Saturday and releases on a Tuesday.
1: There ain't no way in hell I'm recording on a Monday. I'll just say that. We're going to we're going to do late, late news forever. So just deal yeah. with it.
0: The only thing I want on Mondays is lasagna. <laughs> that was a Garfield joke.
1: <laughs> I was not emotionally prepared for a Garfield joke. You guys like
0: Garfield. Damn it, Steve. <laughs> You guys think about Carnival? Oh my gosh. All right. So, actually, the thing that a lot of the people who recorded this at a time, uh, because they were so fast to the news cycle, didn't right. catch is, and I didn't realize this originally. So, this was at a, a festival called Welcome to Rockville. Um, and it was, which is confusing to me because I think there's a Rockville like iowa or wisconsin or something So i thought this was like in the midwest it
1: sounds like a midwest Uh, town that was named for its quarry
0: exactly exactly no rockville i think it's like welcome to rockville right right Uh, and it was in daytona florida at the daytona speedway which is a racetrack uh where cars go vroom vroom and they make a lot of left turns which oddly enough this is a concert that definitely took a left turn absolutely took a left turn
1: uh I don't know I, I think that guy on the stage got the presidential treatment <laughs>
0: <laughs> my big old qu- wink there my question is is a left turn just an alt-right turn that's <laughs> an alternative right turn yeah um, oh my gosh
1: are we getting political so so uh, so here the, we go the Goodbye, new- half
0: our audience the news that came out after this is that NASCAR has come out and said that brass against wool now I wonder if if Sophie you Ur- Urista, how are, I think that's that's probably how wow. she says it. I know. You know her name. I had uh, I had no idea what her name was. Leaves. Yeah, women have names, Ryan. You can't just call them, oh, that female over there. <laughs> A female. Oh. You know what? I don't know anyone's names.
1: I don't know the names of people and bands that I adore. Like, uh, <laughs> Speaking
0: of adore, let's talk about the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no, um, Get to your point. So... Now, what I want to know is if she were to leave the band, are is will the band still be b- permanently banned from uh, NASCAR events, or are they just may, maybe they change their name? I don't know, but they're but they're, they've been said that n- they they are no longer welcome at any NASCAR racetrack to perform, uh, and I just find that so. Do you promise? Odd, I guess. Do I? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I guess like the big deal is this was technically I think it was an all ages event and I guess NASCAR is trying to promote a family friendly atmosphere. And I think we can all agree that this wasn't family friendly. No, no. If,
1: if I took my kid to a show and he watched some lady pee on a guy's face, yeah, I would, I would be like that. That's not what I brought my kid here for, but I would also have, I would also be like, well, I did take my child to a concert like you know, anything could happen. It's not the wiggles,
0: you know. Right, right. And I mean, they it was during a Rage Against the Machine song, which kind of seems cover, cover your ears, ear. kids. Uh, I, my favorite take was, and Get Offset already said this is a, if you guys listen to that show, you've All already right. heard this. If you joke, want to hear this first, go listen uh, to Get Offset first. first. Was us? Uh, this should have been Rage Against the, L- the Latrine. <laughs> I really thought that was clever. Um, but get so to this, where you so were so going. you were going with this? But like, I don't. Maybe there was a statement, but like. Seemed like NASCAR has been mostly okay with their crowds chanting, fuck Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, again, like, if that's a statement you agree with, uh, I disagree with you, but whatever. That's not the point. I mean, I don't want to have sex with him. He's an old man. (laughs) the, The point, my bigger point is, like, Where, why, if if that many people want to have sex with him, okay, like NASCAR, he's a sex symbol, I guess. A NASCAR race is a sporting event, and sporting events are supposed to be family friendly events. Well, it it turned into a
1: water sporting event. Oh my gosh. (laughs)
0: Um, so I guess, like, I guess my question is, like, why is the line somebody, right? Like, I guess it's performer behavior versus. Why is potty
1: talk okay, but potty
0: time isn't? Exactly. Exactly. And I guess the it's a difference double standard. is it's uh It's hypocrisy is what is it is. Performance for performer behavior versus audience behavior. But then I feel like if you were an individual at a sporting event, like if I went to a Padres game and just mm-hmm. started yelling fuck joe biden at all of the people who are in my section and they like were not okay with that if you were one
1: person doing it you would be removed
0: yeah exactly mm-hmm. so but but when the entire crowd is doing it and then the nbc reporter is like hey they're true there anyway um so i i just think that's a f- odd i don't i don't know if it's an odd move on nascar's part unsurprising it just seems very trivial and obviously it's gross but like you're permanently banned it's like were, were there, were there? Here's my. Were hot there NASCAR take. fans who were like, "If NASCAR doesn't say these, this band is never going to play at a NASCAR event ever again. I ain't never going to watch that guy turn left no more."
1: <laughs> Here's my hot take. This is old school band marketing. Like <laughs> this is like 1970s through 1990s style band oh, marketing. this it's such a stunt. This is Ozzy Osbourne biting a bat. This yeah. is Gigi Allen shoving a nail through his scrotum or something like that. I or mean, like, G. G. Rubbing, Allen, like rubbing poop all yeah, over his yeah. open cuts. Uh, this, <laughs> you know, this is, this is, uh, uh, red hot chili peppers going on stage with nothing but socks on their yeah, dicks, which, which
0: also blink One Eighty Two 82 did. Right. Right. Um, and then what was, uh, um, Mike, uh, but here's the thing. Here's part of my hot take. The dude that what's the band that did that song. Epic. Oh, uh Faith, uh, Faith no, no, no More. That the guy from Faith No More was did stuff like that too. So,
1: we haven't had this for a long time. Yeah. The 90s have, it were 20 years ago and people kind of chilled off on that stuff. Is it going to come back? Like are oh. other are other bands going to see like this band has million plays on this on this video on youtube which apparently hasn't been taken down because i just watched it and that lady she can piss that's a (laughs) lot i'm impressed she did not go to the bathroom before the show that is for sure that was a strong stream that was a strong (laughs) stream Um, but like are we gonna go down this road again I, i i'm gonna go on record and say I'm not against it. I'm not against <laughs> bands doing stunts. I'm not against bands getting controversial and dirty on stage. Like, I mean, this is like Marilyn Manson stuff.
0: You know, like, like here's here's my question, Ryan. Why isn't this all over Fox News, complaining about how this band has been canceled? I know, right? Great. They've been canceled be now. Canceled. They've been canceled from NASCAR. If you weren't in like... This the, is censorship! If you weren't in the front row, like, you really couldn't see anything anyway. Like, you really couldn't see Steve, anything they don't call it the explicit. front row. It's the splash zone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jokes! We've got jokes.
1: It's the 404th episode. It's full of jokes about piss.
0: Oh, man. You know, somebody complained about I I I don't know which episode. Maybe it was four oh three. If I
1: finish this, I'm going to end up pissing on oh you my gosh.
0: later in the episode. I don't know why you would piss on me when you have so much other places and a bathroom right. I there. have so many places I could pee right now. That's um, true. There's like a bush right there. It's for the there's show, Steve. Three point oh, okay. six um, million views. Someone, Steve. someone already complained. Or in you the know comments, how many?
1: How much you can make on YouTube ad? Revenue from 3.6 million clicks. Yeah, that it's about is like, like $3,600. No, it's probably closer to like $400. <laughs> no, it's more than that. But Steve, Steve, you let me piss on your face at the end of this episode. We get 3.6 million clicks. I'll split the money with you 50 50.
0: I don't know, man. It feels like I'm doing more of the work there. I've got to edit it. <laughs> It would oh, probably be boy. like
1: thirty six hundred dollars.
0: Yeah. I've heard that well actually we're coming up on the winter season click through through rates might be higher. That's true It's Christmas. It could you be know a, holiday it, season it, the average actually could be as much as like 12k. Whoa. Steve, would I'm you d- take six grand
1: Let me pee on your face at the end of this episode. Oh
0: uh, no. No, no. six no. grand dude. If it was like six gram and then six grand and then like Ellen DeGeneres calls us up and like, hey, come on the show. I don't think she's Listen, into this. I do
1: not have. Not I now. do not have a fetish at all for pee for anything. I am. I. I find all that repugnant personally. If you're into it, whatever. If the dude, someone, the if, dude in the video was very into it. I would. I would lay down on the ground outside of an all-you-can-eat asparagus restaurant for an hour with people pissing on me for six
0: dollars For $6,000? $6, yes. $6,000 is not a life-changing amount of no, money. No, but it's enough for me to endure oh my gosh. hot liquid. Oh my gosh. Do
1: you know what I could do with
0: $6,000? Not a lot. I could buy I everything see- at the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> I could clear them out. <laughs> but there are only 6,000 things there? For a touring band. $6,000 is a lot
1: probably no for someone at their level that's gonna tour with like tool and stuff like that, six grand disappears pretty quick, yeah, so but it's more about the publicity for them where like you know, if I made six grand randomly on YouTube one month it'd be that would be amazing for me. Mm-hmm. It would just be amazing like but for them, it's like oh man yeah this will this will help us get through the next couple of gigs and pay for you know <laughs> the cost of us doing this thing and pay our people, you know. So I don't know. It, both, I, both. I think that I think that this could be the catalyst that kicks off a lot of people doing stunts. I think that energy has been there. Like the like like the Phoebe Bridges thing happened. Like there's some there's some pent-up energy I wonder in how- the newer generations and they they didn't get to live through right. You know all the Jackass, Lollapalooza, you know, 80s hair metal, like like glam metal, shock rock sorts of stuff that we all saw in our youth. Maybe it's time for a new wave of that because everything really mellowed out like 2000s through 2010s.
0: It's kind of been a crazy week for concerts, right? A crazy month for concerts. Um, oh, there was that
1: other one where people died. There was other one where
0: people died. Why is it NASCAR banned Travis? I guess it, he wasn't in a NASCAR facility. Right, right. I don't really want to talk about that one. That's that's just rough. It's that, that one's dark. That one's sad. There, there was a lot of not. The, so the thing with the brass against event that my take on it is it, one, it was planned originally when I heard about it, it made it sound like it yeah. was unplanned, but it definitely seems like it was planned. But two, it also it definitely, definitely seems like it was consensual to everyone except the viewer. Well,
1: like I watched it for the first time before we pressed record that's the and first it, time you've seen it. Yeah, because I didn't want hey. I didn't want to poison my
0: YouTube feed with piss videos, Steve. Uh, uh, that's what private modes for. <laughs> would you like to open a private window? Oh for my gosh, this, I would.
1: Um, what was I going to say? Oh, in in the video, she points at the guy before they start the, the song. Oh yeah, she's like, "I'm going to drink this water bottle and then I'm going to pee on that guy." It was so premeditated he, that it all I almost think like they had a conversation beforehand. He he was like. I want you to pee on me. And she's like, I can make that happen.
0: I was trying to figure out legitimately, like if there was anything somewhere like a personal collect- connection, where, no, no, where it's it had come out. Like, Oh yeah, that dude entered like a contest, like to get peed on to like, that was a thing on the Patreon was like, Hey, we're going to bring up a fan on stage during the last song to do a crazy stunt. Let us know if you're interested. And then they just picked a guy and we're like, Hey, here's a crazy stunt. Ah, Somebody okay so Joe uh Joe Braga uh Right right uh Joan of Heart on YouTube the thing that she pointed out and whether or not this was intentional or not uh, is kind of uh interesting uh it's an interesting thing if it wasn't intentional if it was intentional I guess it is a lot of layers of uh, visuals to work through uh but uh the artist uh Sophie, Sophie uh Sophia Sophie I don't know I I forgot I Sophia. won't correct you um, is Sophia is uh is a lesbian person of color. Okay. Who called up a dude who's basically wearing like 80s hardcore, like kind of biker paraphernalia with a shaved head, uh, at again, at like a rock festival. And it just is like he that dude is like the Gen Xer like biker stereotype, like Almost like just the symbol. I don't want to say the symbol of white power because that's like there's no, other connotations. Those are the or, wrong words for but, what you're getting at. But like like the the, the symbol of the patriarchy, sure, like sure, a patriarchal, and now getting pissed on by like again a uh, LGBT person of color. I'm but like, it doesn't
1: carry any weight for meaning that sort of thing if he liked it. And it was consensual, like it's not like an assault on the patriarchy. I mean, if he's into it, I think
0: there's still some potential. It does. It
1: does establish a a power dynamic.
0: Yeah, yeah I, that's what. That's the thing. Sure. Is, it's just an interesting like thing to think about from a power dynamic standpoint, and you have to. I think there's at least a little question in the back of some people's minds about like, did they pick this person specifically because he looked like an 80s bike like he looks like the dude that freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger steals his clothes from in Terminator he really does oh my gosh like he looks like an extra from Robocop no he really he does look
1: like a stereotype from an action movie like there's the stereotype of the punk on the bus with a boombox this is the other stereotype from the action movie this is the biker outside of the biker bar who's who's super tough looking but then gets taken out by the, by uh, the a woman urinating by the movies, baddie, or the movies, you know, or a woman urinating, or a, a urinating woman. <sighs> oh my God. Oh, your dryer just finished. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else could hear that, but we definitely hear it, it in the got headphones. Real
0: quiet. It's awkward now. <laughs> awkward. Do sounds.
1: we want to talk about piss more? <sighs> I'm all out. <laughs> my 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 conversation bladder is empty uh should we
0: talk all i can say is i could not do that uh i am notoriously of nervous bladder and i I, uh i have to be empty before doing anything performative i am i'm notorious anything performative
1: oh like you mean getting on stage yeah
0: like getting on stage so you're like the john mulaney situation where it's like
1: you're, you're you're pacing backstage you're like I should see if I need to pee. Yeah. And you're making sure you're squeezing that bladder yeah. dry. If, if
0: I like pee 15 minutes before going on stage, then like I'm checking my watch again. I go like, as the last band, as the band, as the band is saying, Hey, this is our last song. I'm waiting until I think they're about halfway through their last song before I take my piss break. Right now where I've, where I had this payoff is I went to a concert where I ne- really needed to pee and I, and the band played their last song. I'm like, They're going to do one of those fake encores right now. I know it. And so while they're doing their fake encore, I ran to the bathroom. And I got back out right as they were like, just kidding. We we know you guys know we have a hit song and we're going to play it right now. You want to talk about the mail? Yeah, let's talk about the mail. Steve has been vigorously... Oh, we want to talk about that. No, you can grab that first. Ryan uh, now gets his UPS letters are packaged... As Ryan fan mail by UPS. The UPS. Why not Steve fan mail? Well, it's because that's I wow. signed up for the oh, account under my name. I know. The guy at the UPS store
1: uh, saw all the mail ca- coming in, and he looked up 60 cycle hum because that's what all the mails addressed to. And this, the first time I went to go get all the mail, he was like, "I found your video, <laughs> because it was so many. We don't need to open that. I
0: just want
1: to. It's just a another stack of." hundreds and hundreds of letters that we easily have like 1500 letters here that, that didn't get selected. But, uh, Steve did end up finding an extra Azor, uh, reverb here.
0: Well, so what that, happened, what happened is, okay, we had, you tell the story. We had, uh, one of the people who won reached out to us and said, uh, Hey, I just wanted to send you guys some postage stamps to, to help cover shipping. And they won't be used for this, but they will be used, uh, for, um, Sending mail back. Sending mail uh, in the future because I do a lot of smaller packages when it's only like two or three at a time. And I will use stamps because they're usually like four stamps. Right. So that's perfect for that. And he said, I don't want to I don't want to pedal. I just wanted to send you this to help you guys out. So very appreciated. Yeah. So, so we, we have
1: an extra one.
0: Yep. I decided that we would pick the heaviest package to go with. And I'm
1: glad that I did because I realized what this is. Well, uh, Steve read it and, and made it clear. It says maple syrup right there. There was a guy either on the comment section of the video or on the Facebook group or something like that. There's was like, what if I send you maple syrup? And I was like, if you send me maple syrup, I will send you a reverb. And so I'm glad he actually did. And I'm actually really excited <laughs> to open this up and check out this maple syrup. And I, we're going to send it to Canada because this is coming from Canada. Mm-hmm. It's in a Vans box, which, which makes me doubt the quality of the maple
0: syrup. Is this going
1: to taste like skate shoes?
0: Oh, I hope so. It's going to taste like gum, like gum sole.
1: It's really taped up. I should have opened this before we started recording. Watch me burnacker myself right now.
0: Are you... Are, I'm waiting for you to slice through <laughs> and it flies out of your hand. There's your three million views. <laughs> YouTuber kills co-hosts on, on podcast episodes. Still publishes. Still publish this? Yeah. In my grief, I still edited the video. <laughs> you're like, you edited it and you're like, you know what? Like, this could probably go viral. Steve would want me to this, publish this. This is our this is our big... I mean, if I don't
1: die... People need to know what happened to the show. If I didn't die, oh, that I, I think I, w- I definitely would want you to publish oh, that. Oh, totally. We need to pay for your medical costs. Yeah, that's what insurance is for. That's true. Man, it is really wrapped up. He's really protecting this thing, which I appreciate. Yeah. I am a fan of real maple syrup. I only buy the real stuff. My kids have never tasted the corn syrup stuff. Wow,
0: really? Whoa, look at My- this. It's
1: got a wax, like, dipped oh, top on it. Oh, I'm excited. Make sure you get the address and attach it to I this.
0: Did. I took a picture.
1: He took a picture. Hopefully, you don't forget. There you go. You know how to read. Kinsip Whiskey Barrel Aged Maple Syrup product of prince edward county ontario grade a dark i, wanted, I want it i how to make a maple old fashioned this is for this <laughs> this isn't for pancakes this is for cocktails so i break the seal right now
0: sure he says i just put it on my pancakes
1: well damn i'll put it on my pancakes too
0: i'm going to go put this in the bin so i'm I don't not actually, actually sure
1: how it. to open this right now
0: that's, uh, well, there's probably, uh, there's a cork in there. I know, but there's not like a tab
1: to open it. So you're probably going to need a
0: bottle opener, like a proper corkscrew.
1: You're probably right. I'll, I'll, I'll wait till later. Oh, well, sorry. Sorry, everybody. Damn it. <laughs> now I wanted to taste that sweet, sweet, sweet syrup in there. What's the brand? Kinsip. There's gotta be a, a trick to opening this.
0: Yeah, it's called a, I told I'm telling you, it's called a bottle opener. To get through the wax? Oh yeah, no. What you're doing, that is the trick. To slowly cut away at here, it. Let me see it. No, I got it. I got it. I'm almost mm-hmm. there. This is great audio.
1: Oh, people are gonna love this. Our
0: fans at, friends at our audio audio cadre. I think I got it. I think I've here, give me give me my blade. <gasps> just put it away. Well stop doing that. <laughs> I didn't want to stab myself with it.
1: Why did you take it in the first place? Fidgety. That's true. I can relate to that. All right. Uh, You want to get into...
0: Well, here. I'm almost there.
1: All right. I'm breaking the seal.
0: (laughs) That's also... That's a topic we've already wrapped up, right?
1: (laughs) It's hard to open, and that means it's good. Whoa. the, The whiskey is really forward on that. Got that a sniff? I'm gonna take a little it's taste off the uh the cork there. Oh no, that's that is maple syrup. That's good. I'm gonna put that on pancakes for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: I might make a waffle. Oh.
1: Things are getting serious. Then
0: you got those little squares to put to get even more in.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna do shots Jeez. of this. I know, right? <laughs> In your glass, diabetes be damned. Should we do an ad or you want to do a sponsorship first? Uh, let's do an ad. Uh, what's which one is the first one? It's
0: the Seafoam something or other. This uh, Seafoam Mustang, you you found this, yeah. This
1: is local, and I had already screen grabbed this and knew that I wanted to talk about it. And then I think someone on Reddit posted about it. Oh, I was like, that's local to me. Like, if this is catching national attention, yeah. Or 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 global attention. I, I definitely want to talk about it.
0: So, this is built by Delmar Luthery. I've never heard of them, but apparently they've been building since 2004. This guitar is a one off based on the classic Fender Mustang design from 64, but with the Jazzmaster style full floating trim and tunematic style bridge. Short scale reduces string tension and makes fretting and bends easier. No boomer bends here. Uh, has two L Nickel single coil strat style pickups with off on switches. Did um, uh, mini toggle for series parallel switch goes from standard two pickup sounds and parallel to humbucker like tones in series both pickups uh in series gives fatter humbucker there's a lot of description here this, right but i don't know what do you want to take the 12 inch fingerboard radius so that is not
1: i mean it's a, it's a you know highly tweaked version of a mustang with an unbranded Stratocaster headstock on it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of Kind of extra features here But I just like the way it looks And the thing that kind of Like did it for me Is I usually think Colored uh, Pickup covers Are kind of tacky on single coils Mm -hmm. Like they work on humbuckers You get like a neon pink humbucker And it works But for some reason single coils When they're any color other than white or black I'm like ah that's tacky because they match the paint of the guitar identically, I kind of dig that. Look. And his price isn't ridiculous. like
0: 500 bucks.
1: 500 bucks. It is a parts guitar. But it looks really clean. It sounds like it has a lot of good options going
0: on. Well... Okay, yeah, go ahead and put.
1: I don't know. I I I just think it's handsome and it, it it catches my eye every time I see it pop up on Craigslist and I'm a little surprised I haven't seen it sell yet. I mean, it does have the handwritten stuff on the back of the headstock. It, it is it is a
0: home-done job. It, it's it's a home-done job with I think kind of like it's it's I it, it's such a tough like I'm thinking through this because it's looks really well
1: thought of it's a handsome parts guitar i have a feeling this guy is getting offers probably in the 350 400 range and he's turning them down Mm -hmm. and that's the only reason it hasn't sold
0: and part of that is i think every component on this with the exception of the cts pots is like oh and the orange drop tone capacitor sure uh you know basically every component on here that where the real part is a hundred dollars, they used the the import right. option. So, like they didn't
1: use an AVRI uh offset trim on this. It looks like the cheap version of the trim. Yeah. It's unbranded. It uh it doesn't have it's the, an
0: unbranded trim. It's a it's it a, doesn't have the little stop button thing. Yeah it's an import Tom because it's got the it's right. got the flathead. Not screw. an import
1: it, it, Thomas.
0: It doesn't if you're gonna
1: use a Thomas get a domestic Thomas. Um the we're talking about the tunomatic bridge. And so I
0: do kind of wonder to your point like the co- I like the way the colors work with the perloid, but I also wonder what this looks like in person. Uh if when you look at it in person like if the pickup covers just look really cheap.
1: I almost like there's something about the shape of the pit guard that's a little off-putting and the fact that it doesn't have the segmented uh Mustang uh, control panel.
0: Oh, right. That messes right.
1: up the look of it a little bit. I almost like pulled up a picture of a Harley Benton to see if this was a Harley Benton pick guard.
0: Mm. There's just a lot of little things, you know that I think, from a from a must. Like if you're a Mustang fan, there might be things about this that are off-putting. And if you are, aren't a Mustang fan, you might be looking at this and going, oh, that looks like fun, but not $500 fun.
1: I'm pulling up a Harley Benton it might be... This might be a Harley Benton body and pickguard. guard. I actually think it is. I think they refinished a Harley Benton body because that is the Harley Benton pickguard. guard.
0: Oh, and then just slapped like a, so, a different neck on it. So that
1: means that is the original Harley Benton hardware. And I had one of these. Uh-huh. That's why I recognize it a little bit. Not a bad guitar. Um... They must have put an aftermarket neck on it to get the fender headstock. Right. So we don't know if that is a good neck or not. I mean, any parts neck, it's hard to know. Like you look at that, that truss rod hole and it, it doesn't give you the impression that this is a high yeah. end version of the yeah. neck.
0: If it was like an all parts neck, if it was pro- honestly, if it was any branded neck, I think if it was me, at least I would name the neck. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like if it was all parts or Mighty Might even like, or, uh, you know, even guitar fetish. I think I'd be like, oh, this is a guitar fetish neck.
1: You know, we were talking uh, with uh, the the Gear Sun boys and we came to the conclusion uh, on the subject of people naming guitars. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if you want to name any guitar, a female name you want, that's fine. Unless it's an Ernie Ball guitar because it's got balls. That's a boy guitar every single time. I just, I just wanted to put that out there, you know, now that now the gear, some boys can talk about that as well and elaborate on it. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's a Harley Benton body, yeah. Harley Benton hardware mystery neck. It looks really sharp. It's really attractive, but that's a hard up sale, even yeah. though it looks yeah. really pretty. But my big question is, are the pickup covers impregnated with that color? Are they that natural color all the way through? Or did he paint them when he painted the body? Um, Or if the the pickup covers are that color, did he match the colors by mixing paint? Mm. Two of those three scenarios are impressive to me. But if he just painted them, that's not as impressive to me. Like I want to know that those pickup covers are that color as the plastic is that color, not that they're painted, you know? But
0: it does look sharp. And I I mean, I will say in all of the different, because the pictures are attacking this at several different angles. So like you kind of see the way that this seafoam green is more green in some photos and more of like a, a blue, a blue in other photos and the pickups change color along with it. So they must be the same. They must be painted. Nice sleuthing, Steve. I mean... I don't know. That's that's the way I. Well, here we go.
1: We got uh, we got the inside edge of one of them. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Like it could be the plastic. It could be painted. Hard hitting journalism,
0: right here. I know,
1: right? It's hard to tell. But you know, at the end of the day, even if no one buys this, it's it's attractive project starting point. Yeah. But you can see the orange peel on the finish there.
0: Mm.
1: so yeah this is a home done job for sure it's not as slick as it looks farther away but it still looks pretty good <laughs> I you know fender if you're watching fender pay attention that's a really good look and I think you guys could pull that off put a racing stripe on there start matching uh pickup covers to finishes on guitars and I think people will like that you've like been it. bringing up I'm racing not,
0: stripes a lot lately I'm
1: saying I want to go fast Steve I just keep thinking about peeing at NASCAR Jeez. I want to pee fast
0: Oh, man. You got anything new? Oh, you don't want to talk about piss no, anymore, Steve? Actually, we need to do our sponsor spot. This first uh, sponsor spot, this episode is brought to you by Chase Plus Audio, who oh, just gosh. announced that this pedal, the Tonal Recall, is going to be discontinued. Bye-bye. They're bye going bye. to, what, make 500 more? Yeah, for, to, for dealer orders. Uh, and then, bye-bye. Yeah, uh, so. In favor of the Thermé.
1: Which I actually get. I get that decision. I'm a longtime fan of the Thermae. The tonal recall is awesome. Yeah, but I mean, it's getting discontinued. I have the original wood box. This is the one I used. He in has the box. My demos. Uh, I'm just saying, if someone made me an unreasonable offer that I wouldn't <laughs> be able to refuse. I don't know. Now is yours? This an, is
0: the Red knob mod Is version. yours a Red Knot? Uh, did you send yours and get it modded or is, did you get it as modded? No, I, I sent it in and
1: got it modded. Ooh. And this is the one that I used in my demo video mm-hmm. way
0: back in the day. Anyway, if you want a Tonal Recall. $2,000. Offer the, uh, me $2,000 and it's grief. yours. The prices are already starting to go up on Reverb. I'm sure they will continue to go up. Uh, I've heard people say like dealers uh, are running out Right. Uh, Even though there there will be more. So I don't know what that distribution is going to look like. Um, It is a
1: very good reverb. I honestly, honestly. You mean delay? Oh boy, it is a very good delay. My mind is falling apart right now. The piss talk has fried my brain. But um, it is a very good delay, it's Mm -hmm. a very good analog delay. But please, guys, don't don't spend a thousand dollars to get one of these. Yeah, don't get a spend, ther,
0: just get a thermo. Don't spend
1: instead. two thousand dollars to get one of these, even though if you offered me that, I would have to accept it on principle of feeding my family.
0: And also but, because he said on this podcast, which is also maybe not a it, it could le- be an legally binding. It is legally binding. I am legally verbal, required. He's making a verbal agreement between himself and you, the listener. This is a contract. I've signed a contract with
1: any of you that want to pay me two thousand dollars with, it, this with his lips yeah, so I signed a contract with my lips. <laughs> it's like a kiss from me. So, anyways, Jeez. I mean they're wonderful, but guys, don't don't fall down that rabbit hole of you know pretending these are crypto coins or something like that. Like if you if you want a really good delay and you have one of these, keep it. If you if you can get one at a fair price at something approaching a normal price from a retailer that still has one, go for it. Uh, but really, think look into the Thermae. Look into the Thermae. They're going to make more of those. It's a really good delay. The Thermae is fantastic. I, I I swear to you, it is. Don't guys, don't don't do scalping. Don't. All right. But if you have two thousand dollars, I will sell it to you.
0: All right, man. You got anything <laughs> new?
1: Oh man, what do I have new? Um, this is the last session. Where you and I are going to record? We're going to record one more episode in this session, but it's the last recording session where the backdrop here is going to be the same. Oh, because I've cleared off a wall that you guys can't see across from us, where there used to be my workbench and all sorts of garagey stuff. I rearranged the whole rest of the garage a few weeks back, and I've been clearing off that wall, and I'm going to move all the string swinging hangers, the uh, the wall rail hangers, over there for storage of most of the guitars. And get more sparse in the background is the plan, anyways. Uh, I just want to get more decorative back there. I want to feel more open and less like claustrophobic. And I also want to move a lot of guitars out of line of sight and be more picky and specific about what is being featured behind
0: me. So it's just gonna you know, it's gonna be very RGB. It's gonna be all red guitars and then all might, blue guitar. I
1: might do a theme. Who knows? All white guitars, or maybe I'll start charging companies. You want your guitar featured? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Wow. That would be so stupid. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. Yet. That unless you offer me $2,000.
0: <laughs> I mean, you offer me $6,000. I already said what I do. That's a bad move, man. <laughs> someone's going to take you up on that. You got too many followers. An
1: hour of pissing for $6,000. No, someone's
0: just going to be like, I'll pay you $6,000. dollars to so let me piss on you. I will take that money. All right, all right. No, I'm serious. be some weirdo. If... I don't care how we... <laughs> No, it will be a weirdo. You're going to have to meet I don't like care a, how weird
1: it. they are. Like right. $6,000 is $6,000. And th- from my perspective, it's not a sex thing. That is not a sex thing. I'm not having sex when that happens. I'm not prostituting myself. I'm just a toilet. <laughs> we're not Jesus. still in the sponsorship, are we?
0: <laughs> I'm not sure. No, oh, we're, we're in what's new. new
1: this this is episode 404 and it will not be found like th- this is going to get taken the, down quick the, i'm sure
0: i'm the at least the uh the uh if
1: any episode is going to get taken down this is the one
0: the direction of this episode is not, definitely not found <laughs> what's
1: new with you man
0: uh i was on the effects loop podcast this week oh yeah i need to listen to that uh it was a lot of fun to hang out with uh, scott and diaz and uh, it was probably actually more off the rails than this episode is. Was it, somehow. Was it
1: like a crazy train?
0: Uh, it was similar to a tra- crazy okay. train. Right. Um, you know what? Those guys gave me such
1: grief at Summer Nam. I stayed in the same Airbnb with mm-hmm, them. They mm-hmm. gave me such grief that I'd never been on their show. And I was like, well, invite me. And then they invite you first, like six months later. <laughs>
0: I mean, I guess I was available Or
1: three or four months later, however long it's been since June.
0: There's a lot of fun. I, I don't, I, I think it was a good episode. I think it's a little different from their uh, usual format, but that's okay. We sure. talked, we talked about what was new. We talked about some uh, current events. We tried to talk about Facebook group toxicity, which our Facebook group has had some toxicity lately. Um, but mostly uh, we just talked. It was, it was a nice little hang. So.
1: Well, Try to remember to put a link to the episode I did. Oh, in the in description, the, in this description. Yeah, of I this will. episode. And people I, can go click it when they're done listening to us yeah, talk I about definitely, piss.
0: Definitely, definitely will. Uh speaking up no, I'm just kidding. Uh you want to hit this ad? Yeah. It ad. Yeah, yeah. Uh this is oh shoot. This is junkyard Bass. This was sent by yes. Grant Wilson from Begear. From Begear Pedals. Let's start
1: making it sound European. Begear gear, big gear Bege- pedals. He sent this to both of us, mm-hmm. and he sends us these private messages, and I always think, man, I hope I remember to put this in an episode. And this time, instead of thinking that, I took the screen grabs in that moment. It's like, I'm putting this in an episode. Because he sends us, like, used ads all the time, just in a personal way. This thing is wild. They want $995 oh, for it. Oh, it's fretless. That's cool. Yeah, it is fretless, Steve. It's also nutless. Oh, it
0: is. You're right, it is.
1: But... I want, I want your, your take on that in a minute because you know more about base stuff than I do. This thing looks like it was made almost exclusively with parts
0: from Home Depot. Says it was built locally out of base parts, amp parts, and various junkyard items. Plays and sounds remarkably well, and whoever made it took some time to engineer it. It also makes a great wall hanger. Oh,
1: okay. The person selling it isn't going to take credit for yeah. making it. Huh? And oh, and hey conversation guys, piece. The, the person who made it, wink, wink, took great care into making this. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But they took great care. Was not me. I promise. But man, they really took great care to make this. Sure, dude. Yeah, we we don't think that you made it, but it is definitely made out of like scrap metal parts. The neck is some sort of square beam of metal, tube square beams of metal screwed together.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely like a that the part that's holding the tuners on, those all look like Home Depot brackets. Yeah,
1: it's some sort of like lumber bracket. Yeah.
0: Uh the body I think is like the uh MDF off of like an, some kind of amp yeah it's some
1: sort of mdf for sure
0: there's a there's a logo for a vox uh vox cambridge some kind of vox vox westminster vox westminster that's what it was um the controls are in
1: an electronics box also can be found at home depot i'm sure like not in a music like a music electronics box not like a hammond box but like Oh, you could probably shove a light switch in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've seen people put pedals into those, but it's not ideal. It's like a funky bent steel thing that has side screws. The
1: bridge is on a plywood riser that's been painted silver. Mm -hmm. It has Mm -hmm. some sort of fender wide range base pickup in the neck position. The body is shaped like a... I think it's supposed to look like an ax. It looks like an axe. It's supposed to, it's trying to do like a Gene Simmons black ax with a Chrome blade sort of thing. Uh, this cable is st- screwed into place, but like Ugh. the lower bout and lower horn makes sense as an ax. The wow. top bout and top horn horn. It's not a horn is more of your bodily rectangle guitar shape. Yeah. Oddly, there's something appealing about
0: it visually. Like, oddly, it works. Visually, it like... Visually, I think it looks better than what whoever was making most of the Gene Simmons bases. His, like, Axe bases. I think it looks better than that. I look at this and I believe that it's playable. Uh, I look at this and... But it doesn't have a nut.
1: But here's the thing. Aren't there bases that... Are kind of strung like that, or some sort of instrument that's strung like that. Like the what's going on is the strings are feeding into these hollow beams. Yeah. Yeah. And then poking out of holes, allowing them to feed onto the fretboard. So there's not technically a nut, but the strings are being fed onto the fretboard at the same place. And I'm sure they buzz and rattle when open, but it's fretless. So you're really not, you're not playing chords on this anyways. Mm -hmm. You're playing one note at a time. So it kind of doesn't matter. Like if you're playing open, you can put your finger all the way up there if you want. Sure. Like in my,
0: I believe that this works. I think there are probably positions where it works. When I look at different angles of pictures, I can't tell if it's just that things like the photo angles are bad, but like, For example, uh, one of these pictures in actually in multiple pictures, it looks like once you get like halfway up the fretboard, the strings are no longer, or I say fretboard. It's that brass, whatever rail, um, that the strings are no longer actually above it. So it's like, I, well, Oh, actually it makes perfect sense that it does that, uh, because when you think about like, especially base necks do this more, but pretty much all your necks uh, do this to like some slight extent where they will be wider uh, at like the 22nd, 24th fret, however many frets you have there. The neck is a little wider there right. than it is at the nut. But in this case, it's two freaking aluminum, you know, brass colored aluminum rails. Right. So they're perfectly straight all the way down. But your bridge is like wider than the, at least in this case, the bridge definitely looks like it's wider than the nut. And so your strings, by the time they get again, like if you look at this one, both the low and high string look like it's off the fretboard. Yeah. Once you get up into the horn,
1: they've installed these extra rails on the edges of the fretboard as it gets down there, which I think that that's the reason that's there is Cause they're like, Oh crap. The strings are wandering off the edge. I have to put rails on
0: the edge of this. Oh, but they're not like really, they're not fully even.
1: Well, no, nothing on this guitar is fully even Steve. Like
0: I didn't realize that because the angles and the photos are all kind of weird. I like how they marked like 12th fret. Like there's all these little Sharpie lines right, right. where the, where the frets would be, should be, I guess. It's like, okay, you thought this out. This is a perfect example not to you know be cliche. There is a lot of of uh, Jeff Goldblum in this base. There's a lot of uh, your scientists asked uh, if they could. That was it. They tried to find oh. out if they could do it, not if they should do it. They asked if whatever. they could,
1: not if they should. Yeah, sort of thing. That's
0: what th- is going on here. Uh, like I said, you have a little wire that's held together by I don't I don't know what these are called but they're like little guides. Right, right. Uh, electrical little guides for the that come off the pickup that go into the tone box. But also the instrument cable is held in place by the same type of like cable guide. Right, right. Which means you can only use this with one cable without doing like the cables included. Yeah, yeah. And it's um like I said, visually, like this is a n- cool wall hanger. I guess, like I could see this being like a neat wall hanger. You It'd know, what? be a lot of. I ca- I can see like if this
1: is playable and someone played it successfully in a band regularly, like it was their it was their base for their band. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. wasn't a novelty to them. It was their instrument. I would be so impressed. I'd be incredibly impressed because it looks like. In, in some ways, it is a pile of parts of, of random pieces of materials bolted together in a way that shouldn't work. But in other ways, it looks like it's very intentional. It looks like it technically might functionally work. It has a real base pickup in it. Like it's a thousand dollars. That part is totally bonkers. Like without if this was like I just described a base that was being used for gigs regularly by a known band. Yeah. Then that would make sense. But there's, there's no history that we've been told about it. There's no history in the description saying why it's that much money. It's, it's scrap metal parts that happens to be a base. almost makes me wonder if the person's just putting it on reverb to show it off. Like here it is. <laughs> it's a thousand dollars. I just want people to see it. I know it's never going to
0: sell. That that's got to be the case. It's just something, you know. They're lit, they're see, they're they're trying to, silly. They're trying to get in a, They're trying to get some attention, and then they're going to take an offer for like three hundred dollars. Listen,
1: if you want attention on the internet, just pee on someone's face. Okay. So, <laughs> transitioning off this ad sent to us by Grant Wilson. Huge thanks to our next sponsor, Big Ear Pedals. They had a fresh run of loafs recently, and then Steve reposted the Instagram story and then they sold out a couple minutes later. They I'm might have
0: not... been sold out before, maybe. No, Steve, I think we should take oh, okay. we
1: should take the credit. Definitely taking credit. <laughs> we definitely are taking credit for this very popular pedal selling out very quickly. It had everything to do with us reposting an Instagram story. <laughs> but yeah, if like here's my pitch for Big Ear. You want one? You want one of these bad boys? Mm-hmm. Same thing for Chase mm-hmm. Bliss. You want one? You better go follow all their social media to stay yep. up on when things are available, when new Exciting colors and finishes and models are coming down the line. You want to be the first on your block to know so that you can pull the trigger if it's something that you want. So go follow these companies that sponsor us on all their social media accounts.
0: Big Gear did a big, big run. They uh, Grant sent me pictures. He made a bunch of pedals. Uh, and like a week ago, everything was in stock there. Now out of stock on the woodcutter and the loaf. Uh, but they still have Albies and L's in stock. So uh, there's still stuff for people to buy. Go it looks buy like one. they got
1: shirts, too. Go buy and some they do shirts. Have some
0: shirts. Yeah.
1: All right. Huge thanks to Big Ear for once again sponsoring this show that apparently is all about toilet talk. I'm sorry, Mom and Dad. This is what I do for a living now. I just talk about poo-poo pee-pee.
0: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, let's do some housekeeping. Housekeeping is a part of the show where uh, people sign up and hope Ryan pees on them someday. <laughs> They'll, they probably hope that you'll pee on them too. Okay, uh, great. Steve, uh, what if we can
1: get someone to pay $12,000 for both of us?
0: All right, so uh, at the one dollar level, uh, which is uh, we drop your name on the show, we got Clyde Harvey, Leighton Janis, uh, Mark Sweeney. I thought I read some of these names before, but that's okay. Jason McCloskey, Michael McFall, and Ethan Clem. At the five dollar level, we've got Rigfish. I don't know who Rigfish is, but that's a cool name. And then at the that ten- is a cool name. With the ten dollar level. So at the five dollar level, I'll send you a merch pack. Probably after I get caught up with this. Uh, And then at the $10 level, you get into the Inner Circle. There is a link for you Inner Circle guys in the post that I've made on Patreon where you can reach out to me on Facebook. Uh, Just uh, add me on Facebook and send me a message saying, hey, I'm in the Inner Circle. And I'll get you into our behind-the-scenes group uh, where we talk about a lot of things, (laughs) including a new 60 Cycle Hum group that I just started a couple days ago. Uh, That is starting to make the rounds, but I'm not going to talk about it here. If you want to know about it.
1: started an unauthorized 60 cycle hum group. It's a half authorized 60 cycle hum group.
0: I authorized it. I didn't authorize it. Uh, And those $10 people are Sammy, John Taylor, Jack Stowe, and Edward Averill. Yeah. I just want to say
1: huge thanks to like everyone that supports us for any amount of time for any dollar amount through Patreon, uh, through that ca- like crowdsourcing sort of thing. Uh, it allows us to pay bills. It allows this show to be self-sustaining. Uh, there are costs involved with a lot of the stuff that we do, and it it, it really does keep the show going. So so huge thanks, huge thanks. It's it's paying for an incredible amount of shipping we're doing with those sore pedals. Yeah, like yeah. I just I just PayPal'd Steve. 340 something dollars the other day for one
0: for one box chunk of so, the pedals. Yeah, it's going to be about uh that, that was for about 56 pedals, 55 pedals. Uh so well, yeah, 220 to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to, We're going to end up spending
1: about 2 grand in I'll shipping. I'll try to
0: pick up the pace once we get, you know, once uh we get some time off and whatever. Pick up the pace. Like try to I mean like the salsa? Yeah.
1: New York City,
0: get a rope. <laughs>
1: Remember when an advertisement for salsa had a line in it about lynching someone?
0: That was a wild time to be alive. Pepperidge Farms remembers. (laughs) That was pretty good. All right. This last ad was sent by Michael Krause. It is a yard sale in Green, Rhode Island. Apparently it was sold guitars amps and pedals i will only sell the lot and two thousand dollars is firm well i just must pick up most shipping i
1: titled it yard sale because it looks like a yard sale Ah. it's it's a guy selling everything all at once oh yeah
0: i mean, I figured that i figured this is like
1: classic 60 cycle hum ad territory right here we were always looking at these big group listings when we first started
0: um i um yeah um uh my initial this might be worth 2000 dollars No, my initial gut reaction
1: looking at this pile of boxes and stuff, especially when you see that Marshall and a bunch of pedals, the parts, uh telly back there, meh, the classical guitar, probably meh. Uh, there's a metal muff on top of the box, meh, but something about the amp. Oh, and there's there's an ibanez
0: mm-hmm, and
1: mm-hmm. a PR, yeah, PRSSE. The acoustics look like they're probably trash, but I don't yeah. know. Two grand. There might be. A, there might be flip here.
0: I don't know what this weird. I don't know what this acoustic brand is, but uh, the the s the PRS SE does look good, and it looks like it might that might be somebody's signature model. I'm not sure. Um, I'm seeing some Behringer
1: boxes the and Ibanez like could it, be something. I think the Joyo D Seed is on there. I definitely recognize an affordable pedal box there. Mm-hmm. Um, some I, sort of I think
0: so this, uh, this one picture, the acoustic that is not the um, the acoustic that's kind of a Gibson Hummingbird knockoff. Right. Looks like it might be like a Hondo maybe. And I think I played one of those like 20 years ago. It was pretty good. Oh, is it worth anything? No. No, but it,
1: it's a good player. The heavy lifters here are that Ibanez which I uh, I'm assuming is the cheap version of the gym. Mm-hmm. Um then the PRS SE
0: and the the Marshall amps. There's a Marshall he, there's the Marshall Origin 20 which is a $500 head. There's that Marshall 2x12 it's sitting on top of.
1: Yeah, there's a Blackstar amp of some variety.
0: Is that an amp or a, just a cab? I can't No, it's got
1: it's got a a power plug wrapped around the handle.
0: I didn't know Blackstar made anything that had a control, that would but have there's a control also like the
1: a one by, I'm guessing that's like a one by 10 Marshall cab. And there might be another speaker cab underneath that box. Like this person, like, yeah, see, there's another speaker cab underneath the pedal box right there, which is not that other Marshall cab. So there's a couple speaker things uh, going on. There's some sort of hard case back here. That looks beefy.
0: Yeah, that's like a SK or a Gator travel case.
1: Magazines in this flat tote here, probably worthless. Um. Oh yeah, there's an Azor pedal right there. I get that's that's probably one of those Boost ones.
0: It's probably one of the Reverbs we said. No, that's it's not because uh, it's white. It's not. Turd, that's, oh, I see what you're. It's not at.
1: turd brown.
0: Is that a flamma, The white one underneath it.
1: There's a K line. I'm guessing that's a power supply box. It's probably there's another electro harmonics box. This pro- person's probably a viewer with all these affordable stuff. Go.
0: It's hard to say. I, I think I think this is worth k- at least trying to kick the tires on if you're close to it.
1: I would show up. I would show up to poke around at it and then do some quick math in my head and decide. Yeah. Like I th- I th- I think with a thing like this is you're looking for. One, you're looking for flip Mm -hmm. range. You're like, can I get my $2,000 back? And can I keep something I actually want out of this? Right. So you're like doing a flip that'll be a lot of work to part all this stuff out. But you're trying to like, you're scheming and scamming, trying to give yourself an excuse to get another guitar or another amp that you want and justify it by like, well, I can sell all this other stuff.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm really curious what this uh, like the Marshall vertical cab, like that's a cool little thing. Those, but I think those can sometimes be worth something. I
1: think those amps and the cabs that we can't tell what they are, mm-hmm. plus the two guitars of of reasonable value, right, makes this close enough to two grand in value that everything else is is just gravy. You know, like a lot of those crappy acoustics and the unfinished parts telly like you're selling those for 20 50 bucks mm-hmm. each you know but that adds up there's there's you know two acoustics one classical and the parts telly you've got yourself at least a hundred dollars there yeah to clear those out and you've got a whole bunch of pedals and random odds and ends that are probably 20 bucks each you, you really have to look at this pile And just average it and be like everything in this pile that isn't the two guitars and amps is $20 I think
0: this Marshall head and cab together is probably only like 600. I think you might be slightly overestimating, which is why I'm kind of more in the go kick the tires and figure out what you can't see. Right. I think the
1: stuff that you can't see is really the, because right now it's it's
0: on the edge of being worth two grand. And I, and depending on what this Ibanez is, because this Ibanez does look really cool, but, Considering that everything else is basically budget, and for stuff, all we know that not...
1: that could be an, an AliExpress knockoff. Yeah, you know, yeah, no one's going to knock off the yeah. the a PRS SE. They would just knock off a regular PRS, but the the gems get knocked off all the time. So it's hard to know exactly unless Steve finds it right now with his. Google.
0: Oh, there's a, there's a $500. It's a, right. That's plus, what I'm saying. It there's was a $500. I've as, it's,
1: it's the cheaper version of the gem. Yes. Yeah,
0: the gym junior.
1: That Well, guys, what's your take on those? Like someone told me that they're trash, but you know what I like. You know, I like cheap stuff. You know, I can hang with cheap stuff. Is it actually trash or is it just trash compared to, you know, the expensive gems?
0: Wasn't there someone in the comments who was like complaining that you hadn't reviewed a gym junior? <laughs> there might've been.
1: There was someone complaining that I haven't reviewed the new Kramers and it's like, I don't play that way guys. Like I I'll pick one up if I'm, if I see one in person at a shop or something like that, but it's like, I'm never going to get, you know, the full shred out of one of those guitars with yeah. my playing. So what's, what's even the point of me tracking down one to have it sent to me unless you know, if someone offered, what's the point of any of this, if Kramer, if Kramer hit me up and was like, Hey, we want to send you this. I, yeah, I'd say yes, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to seek it out on my own. I don't know.
0: You want to take us out of here? Yeah. The song was sent by Steven Dixon. Did we say
1: who sent this ad? Yeah. Uh, Michael Krauss, Michael Krauss. Thank you. Michael Krauss. Uh
0: This ad was sent by Steven Dixon. It's, it says typhoid Mary. I think that's the name of his band. Typhoid Mary. The song is called chameleonic. It says main pedals, DS one, uh ranger effects, bleep, Keeley fuzzbender bender uh, with a squire. Jagmaster. Are you going to be able to play it? Uh, I should be able to.
1: This is riveting stuff. It's loading. I can see the little bar loading. If only someone could edit. Until they invent the technology to edit video, we're out of luck. Starting out nasty with that fuzz. Damn, son. Get it. (laughs) Peace. <laughs> I loved every part of that.
0: Okay. Do you usually mix down when you, when you,
1: Oh yeah. You mean down to, to mono? Yeah. No, I'll, I'll leave oh, okay, that stereo. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll put that out of stereo. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, if you were, if we put this out as mono, that song's going to be way less cool. Yeah. There's so much going on. That was a lot of fun. Holy heck. Honestly. So, you know, I read the description. It's very, there's not a lot of information here. I was not expecting that based on the amount of Oof, information. That here. was a ride. That was Filthy. Yeah, that was rad. That was
1: a perfect way to end this piss episode. (laughs) Bye, everyone. See ya. Stay grounded.